Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified, West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show, coming at you from the bunker in Southern California. Sitting across from me, my co-host and my partner is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to bring you another fucking fantastic heater once again. Cut. We are all we got. 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 We the gang, gang, the gang. We all we got. Education of self, generation of wealth. Stimulus check on the first. It'll be gone by the twelfth. The middle class is wiped out. America shut down. Come no on. NBA buckets. Ain't no throwing no touchdowns. People living in fear. Come on. Along with their own thoughts. And Come it's on. a dangerous thing. Cause niggas got no heart. The great white shark bike got blood in the water. Late night gunfights detained at the border. How the fuck they gon' find out a tiger in the zoo? Got this fucking COVID-19 virus before you. Okay. What? You hear that, Steve? This shit, niggas eating shit yep. sandwiches for internet clicks. What? We were sick before the virus hit. Only the strong and steady minds will come up out of it. There are dog days ahead, so I pulled out the pen and pad, and this is what it said. SOS, check a bitch on sight. Yeah. Okay. All right. But you know what? There's a guy on this that's a friend of Big Lux. See if he recognizes him. We are all we got. We the gang, gang, the gang. We all we got. Oh, be real. Confused and fearful. Say your goodbyes. His friends die. Your tearful political lies through party lines and nearful. Leaving us behind, waving goodbye in the rear view. People divided, not even the virus could unite us. Pull us apart. It's an art of war meant to divide us. Clearance the highest for a chosen few. Overview. They don't give a fuck about no soul. It's overdue for the time being. Hey, did you know that Be Real and Exhibit dropped an album in 2020? Uh, yes, I did. This is a... I didn't listen to it. Summer of Sam. um, Hmm. uh, Summer of Sam, it's Exhibit, Be Real, and who's some dude named Demrick. I don't know who the Mm -hmm. fuck that is. What do you think of that? That's the first... That's the first songs that I've heard that involve COVID COVID, and responding to COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's interesting. I think that's fucking great. I was just thinking, like, where the fuck... Maybe we should use... Maybe we should utilize one of those songs for a Westlos. Yeah. Word up. You know who that dude fucking flows like right there? The dude who was just flowing right there? Yeah. The dude, he flows like J. Cole. Like a delivery. That whole album's got a lot to say about current events. Back up a little bit. Just a little bit. Back up a little bit further. This guy. Yeah, he had an interesting flow. 
And on your left, who is it? Who else do we got? Oh, Blue Eyes oh, himself. That's the one. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional engineer for the Hard Luck Show. Yeah. Yeah, they're happy for you today, Sean. I guess this rock and roll. Who is this? My head is like a sieve. Amen. Yeah. my sister's clothes. I was in the bed wearing penny granny holes. Ah! 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 Amen. I mean, hey man, we could do that. We could, we could walk around and act like a bunch of punks. <laughs> and we have our hold hard luck. Let's get his theme song before we get started. Let's right. get his theme. I want you guys to listen to this. It was hand selected for him um, from a bevy of interesting new recent hot tracks that have dropped um, from some international studios. Here, this yeah. is the the ode to. Um, Maybe it could be considered maybe one of the most potential controversial. <gasps> Here hey, we go. Hey, are this you is... going to sing? <laughs> yeah, but it's not a song. It's my life. It's my life. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, center stage. <laughs> He's a man who feels socially awkward but still smokes weed. It's Special K. K. Special yeah. K, dude. Show us those that belly dance you do. <laughs> hey, I didn't know you wear belly jewelry. Holy shit. What do they call K? that? A belly chain? Yeah, it's a belly chain. Yeah. Goes through the hoop of your piercing? Wow. Yeah. He's got a couple of barbells down below. Yeah. It's my life. What they worry, wanna do. It's what? my life. What? Special K, he wears the belly jewels. Special K, he will be really nice to you. He dances and smokes his weed. He plays video games on the Twitch. If you look like that, hey. do you know what people think about you? Do you know? <laughs> do you know what people think about you? I think about you. Sentimental. <laughs> they don't know that I'm really sentimental. Yeah, DJ, <coughs> DJ Sentimental. DJ Sentimental. DJ Sentimental. Special K. Hey, Special K. Um, what is your initial reaction to that song? Um, it's fantastic. Yeah, right? I actually, I actually like it. You it's do? Catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. It's catchy, right? Yeah. It's my life. <laughs> It's my life. I don't know where I where I go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we can review, right? It's been a fucking crazy week. We got some fucking stories. I think the probably the number one story to talk about off the top would be the GameStop story. For sure. Sean, do you want to bring us up to speed as to what the GameStop story is? It's everywhere. Everybody's talking about that shit. Right. What do you think about Steve? I don't understand it. 
What don't you understand? <clears throat> I don't really understand how it affected big banking and big uh, trade. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Uh, these so, people boosted uh, this thing up, and then I don't understand it. Go ahead, Sean. So, uh, there's a Wall Street Bets on Reddit, which is basically just a forum of people talking mad shit. Okay, hold on. That's good. You're going right to the thing, but right. let's set it up. Okay, so first, first thing you have to understand is that GameStop as a stock was mm-hmm. plummeting. Right, of course. It was it's a, a retailer, garbage stock, and yeah. our in-resident uh, gamer. Hey, special K, it's your life. Yeah. What uh, is the reason why GameStop was not doing well in the stock market? Um, I mean, it kind of has to do with COVID, but it also has to do with the fact that um, just people weren't going to GameStop anymore. You have like other retailers, like digital platforms, like Epic Games or like other Steam, and- Steam, yeah. That you, you can, can just get buy the same games right there yeah. and yeah. have them delivered to your house. Um, I mean, even just, Amazon. Just buy it digitally and Amazon, too. Yeah, so why go to the store when you just download the shit? Yeah. So you don't have to get anything physically. So you don't got to go to anything. a fucking store at just GameStop boop, and get a cartridge. Boop, boop. And it's on your computer. Yeah. That's it. So GameStop, right, mm-hmm. which was on top of the fucking heat before that started to be the business model that everybody was following. So GameStop still has all these brick and mortar shops. Right. Okay. So in any event, the stock starts going down. Everyone's like, it's garbage. Okay. Now, as Sean was beginning to say, uh, in Wall Street, one of the ways that you can make money is by shorting a stock. What is shorting a stock? Shorting a stock is when you're pretty sure based on your research, right? You called up Special K and he's like, I'm just pretty much going down. You go, okay, great. It's going down. So I am, right? I'm going to borrow the stock. I'm going to borrow the stock. I don't own it yet. I know it's going down and I'm going to borrow it. And I'm going to sell it at a price higher than when it finally bottoms out. So if the stock's at 100 bucks and I know or I have a pretty good idea that it's going to go down to 10 bucks, right? I'm going to borrow it from somebody and say, "Look, I'm going to pay you I'm going to buy all the stock no matter what price it's at and I'm going to borrow it from you and I'm going to sell it for 50 bucks before it hits 10." So somebody who doesn't know is like stock's at 100 or maybe it's at 80 now or it's at 70, sees a great deal for 50, they buy it all up. When it hits 10, I use the 50 bucks that I sold it all at to buy it up at 10 and hand it over. And I've made $40 on it. Does that make sense? Now that works great if it's for sure going to go down. The price that you're, you're borrowing it at and selling it to some schnook who doesn't know any better. That's great if the price that you sell it to the schnook, the original price when it hits, is way lower than the price the schnook paid. So that starts happening. Now, hedge funds are these pools of money of investors that get together and they deal with these fucking entrenched, enticed, like fucking guys who they've been doing this for the last hundred years, right? And you got to rely on them, these hedge funds, right? So they're all making these bets. Then what happens, Sean? So one of the guys from one of these hedge funds or like a, like a uh, hedge fund firm or something, he writes an article about GameStop. And about, oh, you better short it because it's fucking tanking. And somebody. Hold on. So right there. You better short it. Now listen. Hold on one second. 
So what 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 Sean is saying is is that some inside industry insider. This is how they rigged the game for these Wall Street fucks. Mm. Insider wrote an article telling everybody that you better short, basically doing what I just said. Short sell? Yeah. The stock because it's going down. Now, he wrote that article, he puts it out there. And that's only for people who are kind of like understanding what's going on. But it's also in a weird way writing the death certificate for GameStop because he's basically an expert who's saying this stock is only going to go down so everybody starts shorting it, which is almost the same way as saying this shit ain't worth shit. Right. Right? Right. So uh, when in, especially in the stock arena, right, so especially in the stock arena, that's when um, sometimes uh, – uh, what you say becomes prophecy. Right. Right? Okay. And in a weird way, it's almost like getting around an insider trading. It's almost a weird way of getting around some of the fairness. It's like dry snitching. Exactly. That's exactly It's like what doing it, but putting it under a context where it's not looked at even like that. Right. Dry snitching. Yeah. Dry snitching. Not to be confused with dry humping, which no. has its own problems. Yes, that's it. What's dry snitching? Do you have an example of it? How do I explain a dry snitching? That's like if we were in a cell, right? And I and a cop came up and 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 Kevin's in the cell down there, right? Yeah. And uh and the cops like looking in cells and you the cop says something and you go, oh, at least I ain't tattooing in my cell. I ain't tattooing in here. Now, I ain't told on nobody, have I? No. But have I told on somebody in a way? Yeah. Right, that's dry snitching. <laughs> right. That's dry snitching. Now the dude's going to go walk right to the cells and crack He's the dude tattooing. listening for a zzz. Right, yeah. dog. Yeah, right. So that's a dry snitch. You still snitch. You're a snitch. Right. You're telling. Right. Go on. Right. So, <clears throat> so on, on that level, okay, mm-hmm. so that goes out. So, Sean, people who are dialed in. Their hedge funds, this is how they fucking stay wealthy and all this other shit. Then what happens? So you have to imagine. The, the, the dude that's writing is an expert in stocks? Yeah. Yeah. And he wrote this and submitted it to Reddick? No. No, 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 no. He, uh, I think he was, I guess they write a. Uh, dude, he basically, listen, the hedge fund, the billionaires, the fucking assholes on Wall Street that don't give a shit about any of us, right. they have their own types of Reddit. Right. Okay. Reddit is for the people. Right. These assholes. It's not called Reddit. It's called you know, so and so's journal blog or right, you know, right, journal right. of finance. Some right. shit gotcha, that guys gotcha. like you and me might not necessarily look at, or okay. we're not even getting a subscription to. That. He's saying short it. It's about to plummet. That's right. Dump that shit. Dump that shit. Which okay. could be, which could be, based on some inside knowledge he knows, or it could be. That he's telling everybody, hey, let's all get together, start shorting it, and watch the stock go down, and we're all going to make a bunch of money on it. It's like, a cons- it's like price fixing right. without actually coming out. You know, just how these fucking oil fuck faces do. Well, based on uh, you know certain considerations and the refinery shutdowns that have gone on, boy, I'm, it sure seems like it might be the case that gas prices are going to go up, I think. Yeah. Right. What do you think? Well, I don't right. know, but it sounds right. But but in reality, it's like, hey, everybody, 
So in this one, it's like, hey, everybody, let's just short the shit out of this fucking thing and get rid of GameStop, make a bunch of money, fuck over some other investors, regular right. people. Right. All right. So oh. that all happens, Sean. And then what happens? Who? Who is famous also supported it. So go ahead. Tell that story, bro. Supported the, 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 the next move. Um, well, a lot of people. All right. Your man. Who's, yeah. your, who's, who's the guy that you really like? Elon. Right. What did yeah. Elon do? I'm not sure what he did. Oh, okay. What Let me tell the story. Then. I thought you read the thing. Elon. Okay. So what's the name of the Reddit? Uh, Wall Street Bets. Wall Street Bets. How oh, many okay. people are on yeah. Wall Street Bets? Uh, right now, it's like 1.7 million. So 1.7 million. But that's right? like because it's... it's but it was crazy. a lot of people still. Yeah. All right. Check this out. So the elite rich guys go, hey, GameStop. Everybody starts shorting it. Doesn't look good. Then a lot of regular folks who had fucking whatever or some inkling of what's going on Wall Street Bets... It's a lot of people. They don't, each individual might not have a lot of money, but together, right, 700,000 people or whatever it is, when you pull that amount of money together, it's a lot of money. Right. So what do they do? What do they do? They start buying GameStop stock, which starts sending the price up. So if you're trying to make money by making sure that the stock price goes down, and then the common people, and you made, you already made the contracts. You already signed your thing. You said, oh, yeah, it's going to go down to A. And so I'm borrowing all that, and I'll pay whatever price it's going to be at a certain date. Right? It doesn't matter if it's up or down. That's, that's, your, that's your gamble. So you go, yeah, but it's, it's going to go down. And you pay your money, and you set it all up. And then all of a sudden, a whole crowd of people on the Internet start buying the stock and because they're buying the stock the price starts going up and all of a sudden the stock goes from being $19 per stock to $354 per stock and you've bet your fucking house that it's dumping that it's gonna go down you are as they say in the business fucked my friend you are royally fucked Elon Musk tweeted out that Wall Street bets threat to even more people to ensure that even more people were going to get the message that, guess what? If we all buy the stock right now at 20 bucks, 30 bucks, the more we all buy, stock's going to go up to 300, 340 bucks. Not only are you going to put out the light of these Wall Street wealth fuckers, but you're also going to make a shit ton of money. Fuck yeah. And some of these hedge funds almost went tits up because they had to cover their loss. They had to cover it. They had to pay it. They they had a contract. It's like seventy billion dollars. Yeah, a whole fucking. CG. That's what it's at now. And listen to this. So there's apps that were given that are, you can get on your phone for regular people who aren't connected to hedge funds and have friends with fuckers like Robert Durst and all these mm -hmm. assholes in the fucking New York. I like regular people in New York. I'm not dissing New York. Right. Right. Those, like Robin Hood, 
Ameritrain, right? Like when you when you get your you know you're watching TV or whatever, and they tell you Scott Trade, Ameritrade, you know, so the average guy doesn't have to suck the dick off of some fucking guy in New York to try to buy stocks and get some tips. They put a moratorium on buying those specific stocks. What do you mean? I mean they put the kibosh so that regular people once the stock price started getting driven up and putting rich fucks in on the East Coast out of business. The applications that were supposed to be for the common people stopped the common people from buying any more of those stocks so the price wouldn't continue to go up. Isn't that illegal? I mean, uh, 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 Ocasio-Cortez, some of the representatives are going to do an investigation. Absolutely, you're right. So AOC got on, she got on Twitch. Right, yeah. And she did a stream and then invited a bunch of people on to talk about what was going on or whatever. But she definitely supports An investigation. And she supports the Redditors. So does yeah. Elon Musk. So does a lot of people. So yeah, that is illegal. And in fact, Robinhood, after a day, un- undid. Robinhood's the name of the application. Mm-hmm. They undid the stop on buying some of those on those on those. But plans. they are doing a thing where you where you put when you put money into the Robinhood your Robinhood account. Yeah, you have to wait like a specific amount of time. I'm not a sure float. Just like at the banks, when you fucking deposit a check and they act like it takes them 10 weeks to figure out where the right. money's at, yeah. so when in reality it's just sitting in their thing collecting right. interest. Right. right. So and Robinhood does that They too. had to borrow money because I don't, I'm not sure why they had to borrow money, but there's something going on where they, were, they needed cash maybe to, I don't know, do these bets for everybody who's getting on Robinhood and... And, uh, wow. and even though these apps that were supposedly for the common person tried to stop the, the purchase, they allowed the sale of those stocks. So they stopped. You couldn't buy it, which would drive the price up. But they would allow you to sell it, which would drive the price down. So they were basically putting their thumb on the scales of justice in favor of Wall Street. And I guess uh, the, the hedge fund billionaires went fucking nuts. Like they went crazy. Like like they, they, they're not used to their authority being challenged mm. like that. Mm. They're not. You're, you're talking about somebody who, who the popes of finance, who all of a sudden the common people fucking stormed the cathedral. Now, is this? Did you see that little thing I sent you from Dean Murphy? Yeah, that is. That's related to what he was saying. Right. What did he say? Oh, I have to look it up. Yeah. Right. Dean Murphy was saying like, "Hey, it's fucked up for these people to get." special treatment because may ask you a question steve uh-huh. what do you think our listeners how much understanding do you think how much is that, you... is that today is the decline of the traditional finance it either rapidly changes or you will see the rise of things like crypto DeFi way quicker there was never transparency and now everybody knows mm-hmm. right Right. There was never transparency, like you guys are saying. Right. So that's what's going on. And people are saying, like, you see, there's socialism for the wealthy. There's no, f- there's free markets. They're playing with everybody's shit. The f- now, there's free markets for poor people. Let me. Let but me, there's not free markets if, it, if it's gonna, if it's gonna endanger inherited wealth and all these rich fucks, then no free markets. Then it's controlled. That's socialism. Let me read Think something to you. Because this is kind of. It might explain kind of how fucked it up it is to short a stock, All right? It says, Burry's head fund Scion Asset Management disclosed that they bought 5.3% of the 
of the ailing video game retailer GameStop between two and four point two a share, spending about fifteen million in total. So that's what they but that's what they bought of the stock in order to short it. Right? Burry's plan was to urge GameStop to use its cash to buy back the stock, potentially retiring about half of its share as outstanding. So it's a it's a squeeze that they're doing. When you short a stock, when they short a stock at that at that frequency, it's a squeeze that they're putting on GameStop. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's kind of fucked up to do. Right. And like, you know, um, Big money, right, is running scared now because I don't think anybody contemplated yet or maybe just how much stock values could be influenced by commoners when they have access to the Internet and they have access to being able to purchase the stocks on their phone. There used to be a lot of fucking gates you had to get through and then you just had to trust somebody to manage it but the guys that you trust to manage it half of them are getting kickbacks from the stocks that they buy and it's all tied in so it's a real slow moving thing that most people don't understand but once it got to this level of transparency which d murphy said it's now big money's like fuck like we got to do something so there's going to be all this other money collectively there's going to be a ton of retaliation what are these big wait let me ask you guys something who are the tech guys behind these companies that are taking $100 from Kevin, $50 from the guy that works at Carl's Jr., the manager, 200 from me, like putting all that to work? Like that seems like, I, mean, I guess if you could figure out the programming for it, that seems like a huge, people that can really, like you're saying Robin Hood. Right. How much money is a fucking app like robin hood making well the real question you're right and the question is robin hood right who's the app really designed for is it your average joe that's not making a lot of money that's what they say but how come all of a sudden when big money gets threatened all of a sudden robin hood wants to shut down purchasing certain things and they want to control stuff well that means they're under the grasp of fucking the big guys right and if they need to borrow money or be bailed out because they can't handle what's going on there's something wrong then they shouldn't be in business no right. bankrupt those fucks robin hood's actually um uh, backed by one of the hedge funds they they, oh. they own a portion of robin hood so there you that's go why. Mm-hmm. there you fucking because go. it's a great way to make money too well they make money every time you Buy stock or transfer stock or whatever. So right. they take like a small percentage. Of- Think about that. The stock doesn't even have to perform. Win or lose, they're getting paid. Right. Absolutely. Dude, but that's like, think about that, man. An app like that. Right. It's appealing to your, it's not, a, it's appealing to just the masses. It's appealing to the guy that's just going check to check. Right. And so all the people are doing, right, the re- subredditors, <coughs> mm-hmm. they're doing the same short squeeze, essentially, that the hedge funds normally do. But since it's not benefiting the hedge fund, fund fucks, they're mad. They want to change the rules, and they want to call it a fair market, a free market. It ain't free, not for you fucks. And it's not fair, and it ain't fair. No, and these guys feel entitled man. to run shit. They're the same fucks of the banks and everybody that was drinking champagne during Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, you know. So um, that uh, might be one of now. The, let me hear now. Ahead. Now I got a I got a question for you guys. Though. Go ahead. Here's the part that doesn't make sense. GameStop didn't didn't make the turn quick enough. The adjustment to be the digital 
retailer of games. Go ahead. And brick and mortar is going away. Every brick and mortar and every type of business is now being closed. They don't need, you don't need that much retail space to do business. No. No. So all these people buy up and make all this money and buy up the stock, the stock, the stock, the stock. But what about GameStop? I don't care how much you buy it up. Where? How is GameStop going to become anything? Well, they did bring in a venture capitalist, the same guy that, that put together Chewy.com, which is an online pet food fucking company like PetSmart or some bullshit like that. Uh, who modeled his uh, dog food company after like uh, Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Uh-huh. Right. That guy, when GameStop was starting to p- decline a little bit, that guy was brought in in a deal. Since he understood online retailing, mm-hmm. GameStop had brought him in to start changing that. Okay. So as this fix is coming in, that's when some of these head short people start putting the squeeze on GameStop to try to knock them out. So you can say, like, you're right. Like, well, why didn't they make the turn? Maybe there was calculations pre-COVID for GameStop that we're not privy to that made sense for them to not ramp down their their brick and mortar. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But they did bring in. Once they got a quarterly report after COVID, after the first quarter, once GameStop saw that report, they brought in the fixers. The, the fixers. They brought in g- genuine fixers to come in and help them with the online portion. Scale over. It's a scale over. Right. And as they're starting to make the move, all of a sudden somebody's trying to choke out their stock. And then, then, but, right, that move, and who knows? I mean, who knows who Elon Musk knows? Who knows if some of these people are friends? Who knows if whatever? But it's like if one guy starts, if one group starts attacking one dude's neighborhood, and you happen to like that neighborhood and you can be supportive or do something to help out, you might. So did Elon Musk tell people to squeeze it to short it too? He just he just I basically he just amplified supported. it. Yeah, he just he amplified it. It was already happening. And I think people were starting to understand like, oh, wait a minute. If enough common people talk about purchasing a stock and they just do it, then we don't have to... We don't have to have a middleman. These hedge fund billionaires are middlemen. Right. So we don't need that. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the hedge fund billionaires get pissed off because they're like, well, that's not expertise. And then the, the common f- people are like, fuck your expertise. You take your expertise and shove it up your dickhole. Yeah. Right. And listen to this. So when Robinhood stopped everybody from being able to purchase stock that they wanted to purchase, they got the money. It's America. What do you mean right. I can't buy it? Right. It's for sale, right? Yeah. Get the fuck. How in the fuck? When, so they started giving Robinhood negative reviews on Google. Ah. One star and all this shit, right? Got hit with a ton of negative reviews. Guess who's helping Robinhood clean up their bad reviews? Google. Google is stepping in to clean up legitimate bad reviews against Robinhood. Let me ask you this. How many times have you had a friend's business get negative reviews and how many times did Google step in to help them fix that? What's the process to erasing negative reviews for your Google? It's easy as pushing a button for those people. And for everyone else? Fuck them. That's it. Unless you know somebody. See that? That's some fucking bullshit. What do you think about that, Sean? Fucking Google's helping to clean up their reviews. I mean, I kind of get it. 
Why? Because it's not a legitimate review based on like the app itself. No, it's, it's, about, a, it's about the business practices. How is that different? Just because like, I, I think that when you go on the, the uh, Google store or whatever, go ahead to, to get an app, you want to know if like, A, it's popular if people use it and if it's functional and that sort of thing. I think you would probably do your research into the business practices. I don't know. What are you saying? No, no, no. Listen, Sean, I understand what you're saying. You're saying, look, the app itself doesn't, not necessarily doesn't not work right, but... But but, people are pissed off and that's why they're leaving negative reviews. But they're pissed off because the app is only one piece of uh, the corporation. The app functions how the corporation tells it to function. So I don't give a shit if the buttons work or not. But if the corporation is giving directions to the app so that it doesn't function as it advertised, which is you can buy your stocks. I see what you're saying. Except arbitrarily, there may be a management decision to shut that button off. Right. Then you got a right to be like, yeah, watch out for that app. Don't sink your money with Robinhood. Don't let them collect all that interest on your fucking money. Well, I guess he's right. It's a false advertisement at that point in time. Right, and so I think that's a legitimate reason to leave. Uh, I think that might even be a better reason to leave a bad review because mm-hmm. then you're saying, like, listen, we're, we're holding apps responsible not just for their functionality as an app, but whether or not they're going to do what they say they're going to do. If you're reviewing my restaurant and my chef had fucking a heart attack and died and the guy that came in had the lasagna the day after... Right. Can I go to Google and be like, check this out, bro. My regular chef had died, and I hadn't replaced him. So the lasagna that guy ate wasn't really the lasagna that we serve. Right. So can we take that review down? Because it really is not accurate. Actually, they, they do allow you to contest reviews. Oh, right? really? Yeah. You can contest them. That doesn't mean the review's oh, gone. Okay. But okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. That doesn't mean the review's gone. You can go on and say your piece. You know it's what just like, It's just like, yo. It's just like, yo. Yeah. Who's checking on? Wait a minute. Go ahead. Is it Google Review? Yeah. Is those the ones that own the review shit? I mean, they Google own the review. Google Review shit. Yeah. Isn't that their main review? Is that the main Google? Fucking? Yeah, absolutely. You, well, you search or is it? Or is it? Was it uh, uh, Yelp? No, no, yeah. no. There's. What do you mean? No, he's asking who it is. You're asking who's checking the integrity of the reviews. Well, who's checking the integrity of the reviews? But I'm also thinking, man, to be a review company. You're kind of smart because you've got your hands in all sorts of people's business and data. Oh, now you've come up with a way that everybody's has to engage you because you're the review. You've just put your finger on what Yelp does. That's what Yelp is. Is that what they are? Dude, do you know how many clients I have that come to me and say, some of these reviews are fucking bullshit. Dude, it's a competitor hand in everything. It's a competitor. Yelp's been sued. Yelp is a, a cinerary uh, to all the shit. It's just one of those things you need, right? Right. It's like you're not in the weed game. I'm in the rolling paper game, right? So you got to have the rolling paper, the lighter game. The review, that's fucking smart. Whoever came up with that was like, <laughs> everybody's going to need a review. Right. Every business has to have a review. Right. Because really if you're smart. searching on the internet, how do you know? My wife likes to read the reviews, and I tell her, dude, I always take that shit with a grain of salt. I don't know who put that But if there. Amazon has all this fucking information, right? All this, uh, what do they call it? Data? Oh, they do. Google right? has all the data. They have search data. They have right, likes Right, everybody data. goes to Google. Right. How much is Yelp? Yelp's got to, they've got to be like, like ultra layered in. You get right. what I'm saying? They are. 
They absolutely are. Those people got all. I know a ton of people who feel unfairly targeted by Yelp. Like they just don't know and they feel like it's like a mafia. I, I bet they are. And I bet you that the Yelp people are smart enough to be like, all right, you want to get into plumbing in North Carolina? We can tell you what your competition looks like in North Carolina. Here's what. Uh, oh, you want to sell light bulbs in Minneapolis? Well, let, we can give you the fucking exactly how many people, what, what sure. competition, what that business sure. looks. We can tell you where there's not enough and they need more. Like they have answers like that, dude. I'm certain hmm. they do. Sean? Hmm. Sean? Yeah. You had a look on your face. You had a little sparkly little Kris Kringle twinkle in your eye I saw back there about five minutes ago. Listen to this. Billionaire Major League Baseball owner Stephen Cohen is defiant after GameStop loss and says he's trying to make a living. <laughs> the GameStop stop stock buying frenzy left some major money movers holding the bag. While lay investors, meaning regular blue-collar investors, have managed to make huge amounts. By the way, millions. Some kid, ten-year-old kid, who got gifted GameStop, uh, GameStop stock, uh, it was like one or two or whatever. He made three thousand two hundred bucks for a ten-year-old kid when he sold it. For that little little black kid in the middle of nowhere, fucking. Three thousand two hundred bucks. That the original when they bought it was like eight bucks. Dude, mm. some of these guys are posting like how much they bought on Wall Street Bets. You can go on and check it out. And like some people bought up like two hundred thousand shares. Right. And the shares. Listen, the shares gained. Let me look at what I just fucking made my notes. Where is it? Increased sixteen hundred percent between January eleventh and January twenty seventh. So in 16 days, $1 became $1,600. And left a guy like Stephen Cohen, the billionaire owner of the New York Mets, holding the bag for his short position. He had to basically take the money out of that guy's pocket and put it in a whole bunch of other people's pocket. That's basically what it is. His hedge fund, Point72, joined with Citadel, who invested $2.7 billion in Melvin Capital, another hedge fund. Melvin Capital took a huge short position on GameStop, putting it in the unenviable position of potentially having to buy the stocks back at a ludicrously inflated price. So when they put that huge position to buy the GameStop stock, they thought it was going to be, when it started, it was $19. So I'm sure they thought it was going to be like three bucks, mm -hmm. maybe two bucks. Instead, it was 347 bucks per fucking share. They're and, fucked. They, and they're fucked. Yeah. And this all started because of one of the Reddit users. Uh, he's been actually researching this for like a year now. So it's not like Diamond just, Hands. Uh, Is that who was? I think so. But yeah. it's not like he just randomly came up with this. Like, let's just buy in GameStop. No. Like, it flipped out the Mets fans so much about his position that they freaked out and asked him if it was going to affect the payroll on the Mets uh, baseball team. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Damn. They're tripping. Uh, and Stephen Cohen admitted uh, he said it was a rough night. But then he said, fuck it. And he prodded Reddit investors. He said, hey, stock jockeys, keep bringing it. So he's defiant. This billionaire is defiant. And there's a a lot of these guys that are on Reddit are holding this stock. Right. They're not going to sell. They're holding They're going to wait until these guys have to fucking pay. Right. Because it's a time frame. Right. So right now- That they're, part I don't understand. They're not okay. getting out. So when you short it and you, you're, you're technically saying that on so-and-so date, right? So 
on February 1st, no matter what the stock price is, I said that I wanted 1 million shares and I will pay. Whatever it is. Whatever the price for that 1 million shares is. Those guys that would do that would only do that knowing that the price was going to be. Two bucks a share. Right. Right. And the idea is, is that in that process, when they go, look, I'll tell you what, you don't know what's going to happen with your stock, right? But I'm going to guarantee you a buyer, me, a million shares. So you don't worry about it. Okay. And on February 1st, I'm going to buy a million. Doesn't matter. So you're at least going to get something. That person will say, all right, fine. Million. Here you go. They don't really transfer it yet. It's a promise. Okay. The guy's got a million. Now, before February 1st, he's bought a million shares. Started out 20 bucks. So technically, he's thinking, I'm going to break even. If it stays at 20 and it's going to be 20 million bucks, I'll break even. But what he's hoping is, right, like you said, on February 1st, it's going to be two bucks, two million. And between now and February 1st, he's going to try to sell that million shares for five bucks, five million, right? So when February 1st hits and it's only $2, he pays $2 million, but he sold it for 5 He gets to keep 3 $3 million bucks. That's how it works. But instead, the fucking Reddit monster, instead of going to 2 bucks, it went up to 347 or whatever. Now that fucker's on the hook for $347 million. Come hell or high water. Sorry, Charlie. You pays your money. You gets what you gets. Right? You take your chances. This fills me with joy. It does. Why is that? So it's a time frame thing. Yes, it is a time frame thing. And that's why what what Old Blue Eyes is saying about them holding the line, they're doing it. And on Reddit, if you go into the uh, Wall Street Bets Reddit, Mm -hmm. you'll see that there's a lot of people talking about the rationale why you're holding the line. And everyone is because they want these fat fucks to pay up this fucking money. Now, what happens to it once they pay it up? They own all of Yeah, they GameStop. own it. They own it all and then uh everybody will start selling. And then once everyone starts selling, they own a million shares, they've paid 347 million, but they're not going to get the 347 million back. Even if the shares drop like a small percentage, go ahead, Sean. I was going to say, well, even if they do like if if they leave, the the stock is going to plummet, right? Mm-hmm. But GameStop's not on the line for having to buy back their stock. Because they've already, you know what I mean. They're not being, they're not being like, I guess, held hostage by these, um, the uh, hedge fund guys anymore. So, right. And these guys will these. So in any event, it doesn't matter after that. So they're going to have to pay three hundred forty-seven million on that date, and then whatever the stock does after that's on them. They're not going to be able to convince another 10 million reddit people to help the hedge fund people out so that stock's going to go from 347 back down to 20 bucks and they're going to lost 320 million and we were talking probably 10 times that i'm just using those numbers as examples right right right. that's what's going to happen and so and so a lot of rich boys so if nothing else they're not knocked out maybe a hedge fund or two oh yeah well, I don't know if they'd knock out a hedge fund, but yeah. I definitely put, put some people, put a whole, put, but yeah, they, they, they cost some people some money. Yeah. And that's not even including an investigation into these apps to be like, why are you arbitrarily stopping purchases on your app that's going to help no. certain individuals over other people? I want to say. Go ahead. 
if you are in the business of shorting stocks, mm. you are shitting your pants right now. Yeah. Because this could potentially happen to any stock mm-hmm. that's been shorted. Right. You could have somebody just, their whole job in, in, the, in the deal is, I'm just going to look and make a list of all the shorted stocks. So I have a list right here of all the shorted stocks. Oh, we and have one. Hard luck wow. show exclusive. And uh, Oh, are they not going to start looking and investigating that shit, oh, are they? Oh, they, no. They're looking at doing AMC, the uh, the, the movie theater place, because that's a, one of the top. Has this, bro, are they going to finally expose all these crooked Wall Street motherfuckers? They might. Yep. Yep. They so, might. Unless the crooked Wall Street motherfuckers can hurry up and, you know, lobby some fucking Republican whatever to hurry up and put some protections in place. But listen- right. Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are on the winning team right now. Right. Think about that. Bernie Sanders don't want to hear no shit. Right. About any of that. No. (coughs) He doesn't. Ah, man. You know? (laughs) Listen to that. That was a billionaire just shitting his pants. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren wants to check this short stock. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) What am I listening to? (laughs) That's fucking horrible. (laughs) That wasn't even a sound effect. You know you're somebody's bad, bro. That's great. They live with all hardwood floors. It's a long hallway. You get in early in the morning, you plop one, and you, you could hear that thing from a block away. You're like, I woke up the whole house with that one. I don't know what that is, bro. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's not like a tin can being kicked down the street. Look at that picture. Look at that picture, Bryce. It's a big giant poop. It's like a friendly poop. Yeah, it's that friendly. Most poops are friendly. Yeah, most poop. Most poops are friendly. They don't mean no harm. They don't mean, dude. Honestly, um, but so anyway. Okay, so that's. Is there anything else to squeeze <laughs> I mean, out of? There might be, but let's move on. We're moving on. All right. Um. What's next, my friend? My Go ahead. What, Sean? You just thought of something. I was mm-hmm. going to ask Steve's position on something. Mm. Yes, on sir. What? Please. He's a guy who's had his his uh, tumbles with law enforcement. All mm-hmm. right. Um. Did you hear about this? Uh, the Proud Boys guy. Oh, the one that's rolling on. Yeah, the FBI professional informant. snitch. He was an informant. He was an FBI, FBI informant. informant. Right. The head of what was the Proud Boys, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, that makes it all. It, it makes complete sense to me, bro. Enrique Torrio. Now that part I don't understand. What do you mean? Where's Enrico, Enrique Torrio from? And how is he the head of the Proud Boys? Uh, I don't know. He's he- look at that. <coughs> here, that's him right there. <coughs> All right. Um, you know what? There's a certain group of of Latin um, uh, Latins. I would say that they're the Trump Latins, right? Like, how many have you met? Any, Special K, have you met any uh, Latinos that are for Trump? Uh, yeah, actually, I do know uh, some guy from high school that is for Trump. Right. Just, how is that? That's fucking annoying. It's annoying. Wow. My wife hates it. 
Yeah. She's like, do you think that guy is back in your play? So Enrique yeah. Torrio, um, he was a past informer for the federal and local law enforcement. He worked undercover for investigators after he was arrested yep. in 2012. A scumbag. Snitch. A fucking scumbag. Um, and then, of course, you know, tar- the, the, the Proud Boys leader, you know, was denied all of it. I don't know right. any of this. I don't, I recall, don't recall any of this. I don't recall <laughs> any of this. You know what? That goes right to what you were talking about, Steve, about guys that talk tough. And then when the heat gets on them, they fucking roll over. Fold it up. Break that shit down. Right. They brought, he brought this on himself. Idiot. Nobody asked him to be the leader of a right-wing extremist group. There you go. Nobody said, hey, Enrique Iglesias, come here. You're going to lead <laughs> yeah. the Proud Boys, right? Nobody said that shit. And then he is. And then when they pull his covers, all of a sudden he doesn't remember anything. And no, I never worked with law enforcement. And I'm not an informant. And if I was a Proud Boys person that followed that shit, I would Follow be. a snitch. Not only that, but I'd feel like a total fucking douche because I'd be like, you know what? I followed a snitch. I think, I think that half of these people. Half of the Proud Boys are snitches, informants, child molesters, predators. Uh, you know, I think they're all that, dude. I think that they're the fucked up group of people. And and this is like the leader is a piece of garbage. And it's garbage being led by garbage. Right. He cooperated with local and federal law enforcement to aid in the prosecution of those running other separate criminal enterprises, ranging from running marijuana grow houses in Miami to operating pharmaceutical fraud schemes. Dude, come on, man. And then all of a sudden, he, he's going to be part of... And what did Trump, oh, he's going to be part of the new regime? Right. Those are the guys that are going to take over the fucking... Ensure everyone's freedom. Yeah. Think about that. They're going to take care of America. How come these people that are always ready to raise a rifle for freedom, Mm -hmm. it always seems like what they really want is to bring back slavery? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you never never feel like this guy that's lifting his rifle for fucking freedom is really going to bring about like, you know, being able to, you know, disrupt finance and short sales and all this shit. You never feel like that. You just feel like that guy's trying to bring back slavery. Well, listen, you know where I live? I live over in, in the Venice area on the west side. And do you guys know, like, there's a lo- huge homeless problem. Yeah. Santa Monica Venice. So I see these right. guys with the camp intentments and all that, right? right? Now, I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not putting <laughs> I'm, I'm making a comparison. Why is it that all these racist and proud boy guys, like every time they show pictures of these guys, like they look like they're like homeless people that live in their mobile homes. Right. They have that look to them. Remember we were talking about that kind of like, you know, that kind of film on you that you can't really wash away. Like Like that sunburnt home, like that exposure, like you've been outside for so long that it's like, yeah, like a wear and tear. Like no matter how much moisturizer you put on your face, it's just chapped. Yeah. Perennially chapped. And you play a lot of, you do a lot of gaming when you're not out there fucking talking about fucking USA. Right. Like just. I don't know, dude. There's like a real, it's so unattractive. They showed some of these guys. You see pictures of and rebel flags and like, and it all yeah, looks Yeah, QAnon Shaman looked like he'd dude, been like man. skiing without any sunblock on for like years. They just look like dirty, grimy motherfuckers. 
you know? Yeah. And he's and 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 we already know through their actions are just cowards. Listen, this guy Tario, Tario. Look at this idiot. Right. Right, with his fucking sunglasses and his fucking serious, right? This dude. (laughs) Fucking A, dude. And this guy, listen, in 2014, they got a transcript from 2014. Shines new light on Tario's past and connections to law enforcement. During the hearing, the prosecutor and Tario's defense attorney asked the judge to reduce his prison sentence because they had pleaded guilty in a fraud case related to the relabeling of sale of stolen diabetes test kits. This is the kind of fucking dirtbag that is stealing and relabeling diabetes test kits. Like, that's not... Fucking A, dude. What a fucking dirtbag. How's a motherfucker like that? You see? You see, man? Do you, know, you see how fucked up it is? What kind of people would try to make money off of diabetes people? That's as bad as pharma, bro. Remember that guy? Who the fuck is that pharma, bro? The pharma, bro, was a guy who bought a company that made an EpiPen, one of those like injectables, to help somebody with an allergy, or I can't remember what it was. But it was rare. The people who needed it, it wasn't a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And he was, it was the only company that made it. And this guy had no connection to medicine or something like that. He came in with a bunch of money, bought the company, and the EpiPen, which was generally like nineteen ninety nine, jacked the price up to like 200 bucks because it was a life or death thing for the people that needed it. And everyone that found out about it was so fucking pissed. I can't remember how they got that guy. They fucking just ran him out of town on fucking... Tarred and feathered his ass and ran him out on a rail or something. I think he got uh, price gouging because there are laws against price gouging, especially if it's medical equipment. Like you can't just come in, grab the only thing somebody needs and then jack up the price. Well, I mean, you can in Russia, (laughs) China. (laughs) How else are you going to pay for a fucking giant lair? He shot his fucking sixteen hundred dollars. Right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By the way, uh, the QAnon shaman's lawyer just went on uh, the news to say, hey, my guy's ready to talk. Whatever you need. QAnon shaman? Can we hear him? Uh, I think no. this might just be the news thing. Oh, okay. But the, uh, uh, Jacob Chansley who is known as the QAnon shaman, will be willing to testify that he was incited to allegedly storm the Capitol by then-president, according to his attorney, Albert Watkins. So already these fucking so-called patriots are already turning on each other. What? That Martin Sheckle guy. Who's Martin Sheckle? He's Shrekley or whatever. Who is it? He's the guy. He's the pharma bro guy. Pharma bro. He was... Arrested on a federal indictment for for securities fraud. Right. He ran. He essentially ran his company like a Ponzi scheme, <laughs> where each subsequent company was was formed to pay off or defraud investors. 
It's crazy. Right. So, um, all right, this just in, Steve brought up, you can only price gouge in Russia, and uh, now we're looking at the fruits of what price gouging in Russia. The reason why you can't, <laughs> the reason why you can price gouge in Russia is because Putin needs money to pay for his fucking lair. A lair, you guys. So lair, a lair, dude. What I mean, first of all, Putin's created the ultimate villain's lair. I mean, if you look. All of the everything you see in this picture. First of all, there's this Italian palace. I don't think they know what a layer is. What is the definition, really, Chuman, of layer? What does that mean? A layer. They is, don't use that term that often. A layer is actually kind of like a medieval term, which means something like a fortress. Right. Right. A layer. The dragon's layer. It's mm. where a beast, a fortress where a beast lives. Right. Right. And look at Sean's face, dude. Sean, right now, right, you're dealing with COVID emergency, temporary moratorium on evictions in your apartment. <laughs> and now you're looking at Putin's yep. like 180 room uh, Italian mansion. By the way, that's not just the only building on the property. That's just one of them. What are you thinking, bro? What's going through your mind when you look at this? I, I just, I, I don't even know what I'm looking at, really. All and right. It, and at some point, it kind of looks like a government building, like like something you'd see in Washington. Right. It's a, it's that big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. This looks like Congress or something. Right. right. See that? See the foundation? By the way, this is this whole layer. Right. It's got a landing strip. It's got its own harbor. It's got underground tunnels. Dude, this kind of looks defensible, doesn't it? What do you mean I defensible? Mean, because the whole bottom level is all like concrete yeah oh like it's built down in. into the ground oh right. come right. on dude this is probably able to withstand like a nuclear strike oh, i sure bet you the outside of that shit is just for look too it's just right. like it's really inside of the motherfucker right. right you know right now this thing sits on the black sea which is on the other side of the mediterranean and russia i mean i know none of us are like geography geniuses but like Russia's like this big piece of land. And remember how you heard about like Russia going into Ukraine and taking pieces of Ukraine? It's got it. Well, the Black Sea is part of where some of the stuff that Russia took from Ukraine is. And so Russia has the most. I think this might be in an area where like this might be like their Miami. Right. I mean, Russia, Miami is probably like Washington State to us, mm -hmm. but to them, it's like fucking balmy and hot, mm -hmm. right? And he's built this up on like 160 acres in the middle of nowhere on a cape in the Black Sea. And of course, there's no fly zones. Nobody's allowed to look. And there's, there's the guy that they got in prison right now, Navalny, Navalny, however you say his name, right? He's one of a lot of different dissidents that Putin... Guys, whatever you want to call them, uh, you know, poisoned and then survived. Because apparently not all of the poison kills you. Sometimes you, you, you pull through. This guy, one of the reasons why he was poisoned was because he was basically telling everyone about the secret layer, which cost about, I think it was like $1.45 billion to build. I thought it was almost two. Maybe it is. Let me look at this. Let me look at this. 160 acres. 1.4 billion. 1.4 yeah. billion. That's only what you know. Right. Right. Secret train stations, underground shit, you know. Dude, there's nothing by this thing. So that means that this guy would have had to run 
plumbing, electrical, uh, everything, a foundation. To it all might that. even have to have its own independent ability to develop uh, energy in the event that it gets cut off from some kind of attack. I mean, there's got to sure be like a dam. There's got to be a reservoir. You know, that takes a lot of building. It's got an Italian style palace, an ice rink, an amphitheater, and more as well as highly detailed interior depictions of what the main residence might eventually look like based on the floor plans. What look the at this. What the fuck is that? It's called Putin's Palace. That's probably his airstrip. By the way, I've seen, uh, there's a recent news article that says Trump's been a Russian asset for 40 years. There's a book that's coming out that it, they've done a massive investigation and apparently in the 80s, Russia was developing assets. Now look, what the guy says is that Russia, including the United States, we routinely would develop assets. And usually it's like in a university, you get different you know, professors and whatever. But the thing that Russia started doing was going into business guys and trying to develop business guys as allies or assets. Not that they would tell anything, like maybe Trump wouldn't know anything to tell the Russians, but Trump might repeat anti-Western messages or points from an American businessman, which would slow us down, fuck us up, confuse us, whatever. So they said they started developing him back when he married his first wife, Ivana, Ivanka, right, right, Ivanka, yeah, Ivanka. And apparently that's when, you know, one of the ways in which Trump traveled to Russia to talk about building a tower and they whined and dined him and buffed his balls and told him that he was a genius and fucking cleaned the lint from around the head of his dick real nice. You know, all that shit. <laughs> and the thing is, <laughs> Sean, Sean was like envisioning them <laughs> grabbing a little string from right around the helmet. huh? <laughs> And they pull on don't it, pull and it, it wraps around the helmet. Huh? Don't pull it too fast because it might cut hurt. something. Yeah, it'll hurt. You gotta. You can't just. You don't want a rope burn down there, bro. No, and right. you just want to go pull a little piece off, and it ringed around and pulled like. <laughs> but in any event, lint ring, huh? So they've been. <laughs> A <laughs> lint ring. Yeah, huh? sometimes Sean's, like, <laughs> Sean's always like, "Why Sean's is he saying like, yeah. I?" Sean's why? like, as soon as you start saying, he goes. He's trying to look at off, smiling in his face like he's visualizing that. I could, too, when you said that. It kind of grossed me out. Okay, go That's on. That's the weird dick shit that I talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right. So, in any event, yeah. So, he's got like an <laughs> ice rink. I think this, this here, what you're looking. So, look. This is a bunker. I mean, he's got grass on top of the bunker. And then, like, over here is, like, a helipad and some drone fucking Why pet. do they have grass over the bunker? This part? is like look a campus. It all looks all crazy. Yeah, it is a campus. I mean, look at this there's is so much more than just that house. And you can, no. you know, he's building into the cliff what because the there's. Fuck? Look at how much <coughs> fucking shit, and in wow. Putin's denying it. But all of that, Putin's denying what? He's denying that that belongs to him. Ha! Huh? What is he saying? Who is? Who does it belong to? Oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a government official. Yeah. He's not, uh, he's not good, stealing the ruler any, of fucking Russia right. has no Dude, it has, idea it has a fucking harbor right that's yeah. what I said it's got a harbor a marina so that's how they pay the presidents the dictators and because I think on some level because this is what I was thinking about at some level he's going to be out of it right. out of Russia right right and well, I he's got the lifetime thing, so he's ruler until he dies now yeah but like I'm almost thinking like like when you when you're a government 
like let's say America, and and he's building something like this. First of all, how many enemies do you think Putin thinks he has? Right? Like, I mean, we got to think that Mossad. You know, everybody. I mean, dude, not even from a national level. Just think if you're Putin, how many people you've ordered, like, assassinated around the world for various reasons. There was those people that in, there was that guy in, in the Ukraine, like, 15 years ago, they poisoned him. He didn't die, but his face is forever bumpy like a fucking, like, it looks like a fucking, his face looks like chewed up gum. Forever. Now, that guy was the leader of the Ukraine. So he's got some sharpshooters that, you know, are like, man, that's fucked up. I mean, how many other people are in fucking prison in a hole somewhere? In Someone's Siberia? dad. Your dad. Fucking you're a you're you trained in the military in Russia. You went to a certain level, and all of a sudden, you found out that your dad didn't die a hero in the war. He's actually still in a gulag up in Siberia, shoveling mm. fucking ice shit because Putin wanted to fuck fuck your mom, something like that. That shit happens. Think yeah, about that. So Putin's like, fuck, man. I My retirement home, like when I want to just finally relax, I'm going to have to fucking b- dig into a side of a fucking cliff. Right. Think about that. I and mean, who knows? Nobody knows really how many, how much. Like Putin may have fucking 20 women that he started families with. He may be fucking putting his whole little army in there. I mean, and think about that. If you're in the United States... I mean, you and, or even Russia. Let's say in Russia you get to depo- like he gets deposed finally because there's protests in Russia right now against him. Massive. I bet you there's a whole what do you call it in there chambers to withstand nuclear all yeah. that shit in there. Yeah, but let's say you're the leader of the uh, opposition and then you get the people on your side and they're like, "Yeah, we want Putin out," and Putin can't finally overcome it. Okay. Then Putin says, "Okay, I tell you what, I'm going to hand over the reins, but." You got to let me go down to Camp Putin. And you know that once he gets to Camp Putin, or if he gets there before you can do anything, or he's trying to stop your revolt from Camp Putin, but now he's there. You can't touch him. You're going to have to deal with him for the rest of your life. But let me ask you this, bro. Go ahead. Who does Putin, does the next ruler get all that shit from Putin? No. That's a private residence. That's what I'm saying. So now the ne- who he puts his son... Or whatever. He's got two daughters, I think. He's got two daughters. They're going to inherit it. Right, but they are they also going to inherit the throne. Uh, Is that I, how they got the I shit locked? But I mean, look at that shit. Because if that's the case, then that's just the castle and he's just the king. That's it. Right. If but that's the case, then they just keep on running. That's yeah, the king's castle, but bro. The, the, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now think about this. That's just the king's castle, right? But in today's day and age, the king has to give a showing that somehow he's legitimately the king. How is that? Because he got voted. Right. Right? So they're still holding weird elections in Russia. And he wins 98% of the vote. Right? And same thing with, okay. But think about this, right? Think about that 500 years from now when they tell fairy tales... They're going to use these defensive palaces as the location of the fair maiden, and it's going to be a romantic thing. Because when you look at Frozen or you look at any of these fairy tales, they always take place in a castle. And you think like, oh, that's romantic. It's cute. 
But a castle's a war machine. You, you don't get a castle without a lot of blood. You don't get a castle without hanging people's yeah, heads over enemies. the wall. That's right, bro. That's right. You don't get a castle without massacring. Right. And then you, you're telling a fairy tale, which is supposedly totally cool to tell kids. Rapunzel, let down your fucking hair. Right? Where is she? She's in a castle. Oh, what's a castle? It's just a cute place. What? Disneyland, the Magic Kingdom. Magic Castle. Think about that. What that implies to kids. And then uh, 500, that would be the same thing as 500 years from now, you look at Putin, who's assassinating tons of people, and we all agree was a terrible guy, but you just talk about his beautiful daughter in that beautiful magic house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's what they want to sell you, man. Think about it's that. It's the wrapping paper. It's fucking insane. I'll tell you something, I was, I was watching. It, it's wh- the same thing that you, it's the same thing that you've always said, don't you, Mahan? Like, People want to get mad and make criminals of of different guys that have been through different shit, right? Yeah. But back, even in our Bible, the mother, you know, Jesus' followers were fucking killers, bro. Uh, these uh, uh, Marcus Aurelius. And right. All people, these dudes were stone cold killers. Right. But these are saints. Or we look on these people, we're all like, right, why my, is it now because of all this time yes. that they're patron saints? That's right. Aren't these really patron saints right now? That are yes. It all depends on the fucking story you're going to tell in the future. Right, dude. It's, it's crazy. Right. Think about this. Think about this. I was watching The Lion King with, with Tigra, right? The live action one. Mm-hmm. And it fucking just dawned on me that the whole thing is fucking disturbing. The whole fucking line. And I love Lion King. Don't get me wrong. I like all that shit. I love the cartoon. I love the fucking... You're nodding your head. Special K, what are you... Are you agreeing with that? What are you saying? Oh, that... Yeah, Lion King's fucked up. Oh, yeah. tell me why the Lion King's fucked up. I like um, this. There's a part where uh, Mufasa's like... Kind of like playing with the skull, and you kind of never realize that it's probably a Simba skull or whatever the dad is. I mean, I never really watched The Lion King. Oh, but you didn't watch it, but you agree it's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I see videos on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, I watched the whole thing, both of them. Yeah. Anyway, no, I went to the movie theater and watched. It. Right, and it was good on the aesthetic level. Right, you it were was like, cool. Wow, they yeah. made it really look cool. Uh, right, but then, so check this out. I'm watching it with Tigra, and she loves it because the animals are all like, right? They look real. Uh, but like in the opening, what's the opening? It's like zebras and giraffes and fucking elephants and all this shit congregating around Pride Rock, which, I mean, really isn't that much different than Putin's palace. It's built into the side of a hill. Okay? And what are they celebrating? They're celebrating the birth of a predator that's going to fucking kill him in the future. Zebras. Zebras. My little girl's watching a zebra. Who knows the... And the song is called Circle of Life. Listen, bitches. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking grow up one day and eat you. But you should come here and worship me. And think it's a good thing. Because mm. I'm gonna fucking eat you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, birth- I'm the king of the jungle. I'm gonna birth a kid that's gonna mm. eat you. I'm gonna train him how to kill you. Mm. I'm gonna train... My son had to kill people that look like you. But 
You're gonna come here and it's gonna be a beautiful We're gonna thing. Celebrate. We're it. gonna celebrate. And it's not called murder. Hmm. Oh, that's too harsh of a word. No. The circle of life. It's the circle of life. Yeah. How far do you think if somebody caps somebody <laughs> in court? How far do you think the circle of life defense <laughs> is gonna get you? Right. <laughs> how far is it? This is just circle. Of life. <laughs> Don't you close your eyes, because. Right, you just you should play that song. It's a circle of life, and I was thinking about the circle of life concept, and I realize now that it's unnatural. That this concept that we have today about harmony and balance and circle is actually an artificial thing. It's artificial. And it's the basis for dictators and emperors and kings. And it's mm. clearly laid out. Mm. It's clearly laid out in the Lion King. Why? Because the Lion King is telling you that the, so, the real order, the order of predators and preys, can be suspended briefly so that we can all acknowledge that this violence, this crime, this unfairness, this attacking is all part of a, a cycle of life. So don't question what happens to you. Real life is chaos. That's real life. Like the, the sun is going to burn out. There's no balance there. Right? There's no other sun that's going to come and fill its place. It's over, Johnny. It's over. There were mass extinctions before mammals even came along. Imbalances. And I'm not saying that to justify pollution. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying when you say that the natural order is balance and harmony, always what's required is an authority to ensure the balance. There always has to be someone at the top, a hedge fund guy, whatever, to ensure the balance. Because if you don't have somebody constantly fucking with shit, it's going to get unbalanced. And so this circle of life, this fucking concept, especially the, the, I'm telling you straight up, yoga. Yoga people can hate on me all you want. But this concept that you have of a unity and a balance and all that other stuff is really an artificial concept that supports hierarchies. Uh, human hierarchies, human, human hierarchies, by the way. Not natural hi hierarchies, human hierarchies. Only a human would think of something like balance. The trees don't worry about it. The trees are doing their, whatever trees are doing. The universe does whatever the universe does. The sun does whatever. Even the cells in your body are only doing what the cells do. Right. But it's a human that comes along and says, wait a minute, we need balance. And right, balance, right, in another right, word, right, is right. order. And order always requires <clears throat> an authority to regulate it. That's why I think these spiritual movements that we talk about, like Heaven's Gate and all that other stuff, starts off with this kind of like nice sort of ideology. Like, you know, the Heaven's Gate people were kind of like, oh, we need to try to control our humanness, right? There's a kind of a, 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 an aspirational aspect to all cults in the beginning. Right. But it eventually and very quickly devolves into an authority making sure that the aspiration's getting done. And somehow that aspiration always supports their rule and their special place.
you know how I mean you you I mean obviously yeah. you agree that and I just want to bring it back to a planet planet type of thing what you're saying yeah if you believe you agree that the earth in itself is a living breathing thing what do you mean that you believe that the earth the planet itself is a living thing like a dog like you the entire earth itself the entire earth itself you'd have to define what you mean by living it, that the earth breathes oxygen in and out that the that the there's you know it's that it's living it's a living breathing thing energy source maybe you could call it okay this is what i don't know i don't okay i listen that's why i'm saying we got to define the terms if you're telling me do i believe that the earth is an energy that has an energy in it mm -hmm. then i would say yes why? Do you believe Look the Earth's the alive? Do I? What, but then I'd ask you, what, what is, is your, alive? Yeah, what alive. Is it? is it growing? Is it something that's continually moving forward and growing? It's actually is, it is growing, mm -hmm. and the Earth will expand. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So what do I? Wait, wait, wait. See, this is why people hate me. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by growing? The Earth's core. Go ahead. The core will expand. No, 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 no. Over the next whatever. Is expanding the same thing as growing? Maybe well, it not. depends on what you mean by growing. That's what I fucking asked. Right, right. and that's what I'm saying is cells reproducing growth. Like, is the thing, is it, is it growing? Is it part of life source? Is it life? Is, the is it part itself? of life source? Yeah, obviously, because how could life go in it? But is it alive in the Does sense of a, a soul? Is it an right. animal? Is it in, like an animal alive? No, no I don't no, think that. No. But that's definitions of alive. Right, and that's yours. Right. right. So what I'm saying is this, is that I believe that the earth has all the right moistures, water, all this shit on it, okay? And it's sitting there. Right. Now, as we pull back, yeah. what does the planet look like it's doing if you were to put us under a microscope? You would see... Greenery, you would you would see greenery. Yeah, you'd see some water. Uh -huh. You'd see some water dissipating. Yeah, you'd see the green and that. Uh -huh. Then you would see like hard things starting to. Why is this sounding buildings sexual and, to me? And you would start seeing. It. And now the whole world's becoming like just like hardware. Oh. And if you think about that, okay, in terms of microscope, it all seems like mold, layers of mold and growth and growth and growth. Okay. Like bacteria. Like bacteria. Okay. Like to like the we're like a giant cheese. Like maybe the earth was put there, and as soon as you put the humans and everything else, those are really just more bacteria growing. Right. And the hard mold is like all this shit. We're, but I'm talking about microscopically. If okay. You looked at it, just like oh, it's molding more and more and more. Okay. What about it? I'm just wondering if like maybe maybe that is true. Maybe the sun's gonna burn out. Maybe the sun's gonna burn us all out. Maybe it only takes the sun coming what a certain amount of miles to the earth, ah. and the whole earth would be everything on it would be flattened. Flame on. We don't know if that's already happened. Wait, what? A number of times. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, like the distinction the well, where, where things are made of. We don't know if you know as they dig down, they find crazier and crazier shit. That's true. Cities and people. Like, yeah, but 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 if there was a flame on, there would be a huge charcoal layer all around the world. Right, they would see that. But it doesn't mean that it might not have happened a long, long time ago, and it's further down. Maybe I don't know. But 
I think metaphorically, I understand what you're saying. I'm really talking about really like removing all of our ideas and just looking at it as a piece of like, ah. if you left a peach there on the ground, yeah. eventually the peach would start. Or, or all it takes is one insect to land on a piece of meat or something in, and leave an egg. And now it's worms and it's that and it's right. molding. And it's that. Right. It's just, maybe we think we know what time is. We think that we've been here so long. We don't know if all this shit has happened in a split second. Well, it is a split second to something. Right. So we don't know if this is where we're heading, if this has happened. We don't really know. We think that 100 million years is a long time. Right. But that could just be one butt cheek clap it's, to it's a giant fucking, cosmic fart. Right. I think. Uh, we, I, special K? Yes, yeah, Special K. Answer, yeah. the, uh, answer to what Mr. Luciano has posited to you some serious fucking knowledge. And you're you're still wet behind the ears. And I'm don't... saying this, and I'm gonna say this to you. Too, and this is, and I've said it before on the show. Do it. As I look into things through a microscope, right? They look exactly the way they do, mm-hmm. as if I were to pull back and look in the universe. Why is that? All right, go. Special K. Special K. It's your life. You live it how you want to live. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to see, like, a bunch of patterns, um, you know, we, like you say, a cell and, and compared to, like, the actual universe. But um, I don't know. It's – to us, it's hard to, to think. I, it, I mean, you kind of just have to start kind of looking at it from outside the box, and I, I, I can agree to that. Hold on, everybody, just for a moment now. Sean, evaluate Special K's communication style and what he just said. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing, Sean? What? (laughs) (laughs) Evaluate special. That's his famous line, bro. Evaluate. I mean, listen. Special. I'm. I'm going to give you some information. That is. That is my feedback for him. Oh. Oh. What? Oh yeah. I mean, like the 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 thing is, you kind of laid this question on me, and I'm like, how am I supposed to respond to that? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. How am I supposed to respond to that? How do, first of all, why is it a suppose? Why, what, what makes you go into how am I supposed to respond instead of I honestly feel this? I, I just think uh, it's such a big question that I would have to like think about it. No, 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 my friend. My question mm. to you is, is when I throw randomly a question at you, right, right, which has philosophical mm-hmm. portents right. from a man who has lived many great lives already. Mm-hmm. Something to impart to you, mm-hmm. right? right? This right here is Santa Monica Socrates. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's your next shirt. SS. And you're, you're an acolyte, right? right? Your, your parents sent you to his school to learn something. Then I throw it to you without putting. Now, you've listened to the show. I can be a real dick. Right. Okay. I didn't put any dickish moves on it. I just said, hey. But your first instinct was to say, what am I supposed to say to that? What is it that causes you to think about what you're supposed to say? Um, I feel like I should be given a response. I, I feel like you someone has given you the spotlight so you need to give something back 
you can't just but 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 what you want to give back is something what am i supposed to say supposed to say means that there's a right answer or there's an expected answer right what is it about you that causes you to think that there's going to be an expected answer versus what your actual honest what's really going on what's your authentic answer don't 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 go into why do you go into what am i supposed to say versus i just heard steve say basically that the same thing as a microscope looks the same as in a telescope. Right. Okay. Why is that? And then we turn it to you and you, you're like, what am I supposed to say? Right. What is your authentic, to what Steve said, what is your real authentic response? Like what do you, what comes to mind? Mm. Steve brings up some good points. That's, that's it. I, I don't know. I, I don't, do you agree? I do agree. To an extent. Sean, what are you hearing here? I I can feel what it, I can feel his position. Right. Because sometimes you want him to stay on target and answer the question that applies to him and then maybe he's thinking of something else, but he doesn't want to go. In Were that you direction. thinking of something else? Done. What does that make you feel? Yeah, what do you feel? Right. About the question? Yeah. About the situation. Yeah. And the question. Um it's like that one time. It's like the last episode or a few episodes ago when we talked about Heaven's or Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, you know, about the aliens, it could be aliens, you know. And then you said, oh, well, that's kind of like you have to like, had to have like a limited imagination. And that's why I was like, you know what? How about I just don't say anything on this? Why? That's interesting. What that do you hear there? What do you hear there, Sean? Because he's actually maybe he's embracing a different point of view, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to rock the boat. But I mean, he's, he was saying that he's taking personally my comment that when people think that stuff in the ancient days that happened had to have been by aliens because they have a lack of imagination to understand what people in the ancients possibly could have done. Right, but he he's just, taking that as, as that means that he was quote unquote wrong, Right. Yeah, I guess. Did you feel like somehow that exposed like a lack of information on your side? Like that you felt like you were uneducated or you didn't articulate yourself well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's thinking like, God, I don't want to put myself out there because then I'll look like I don't know what I'm talking about or I'm not prepared to do a back and forth. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Steve, what do you think about what's going on out there? I'm thinking about I'm thinking about a couple things. I'm Go trying ahead. to make something. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make something a little more clear on what I'm asking. And the and what I'm getting at is that I believe that there is an infinite both ways. Right. And people came up with the idea of time, and I don't really subscribe to it. I think there's an infinite either way. Either way you go. Right. Right. And part of part, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give all of you guys an example right now of, <laughs> of how you can't unprove this. I'm going to give you how, what you can unprove right now. What you can't unprove. You can't unprove either way. Going either way on this. You're thing. already getting tricky it's because infinite. you're not saying you can't prove it. You just can't unprove it. You can't unprove oh, it. Oh, tricky. Okay, very good. Santa Monica what is Socrates. it? Uh, what is it? Okay. What is it? Uh, we take a, uh, a molecule, and then you, you when you when you. When you get to the smaller part of that, it's like uh, this, and you get to the smaller part of that, and it's an atom. And what's the smallest thing that there is? A cork. Oh, a cork. Okay. And what happens when you? What happens if you get the cork, and you're able to split that cork? Um, what do you have? I'm not sure. What do you have? I don't know. Half a cork. 
You have two <laughs> halves, don't you? You have two halves. That's correct. You know. Yeah. And what happens when you get one of those halves and you split that? You have a quarter cork. And when you get that one, when you split that quarter, what do you have? You one have eighth. a one eighth. Why is that starting to feel like we should on, be talking about weed? But if you keep on cutting it down, what do you have? You have infinite. That you have an infinite Green. regress. It's an, infi- it's an infinite life source. You're not going to kill it. You can't put that out. No. You can't extinguish it. No. And and there's a guy in ancient times that was famous for his um, arguments, a lot of them. And one of them is a version of what you're saying, which is uh, that an arrow actually can never make its destination. And then somebody says, well, what do you mean? I just shot an arrow and it fucking hit the target. Yeah, but if you have that direction of the arrow right what do you have you have a half a thing and a half and a half and if you can infinitely have the distance of an arrow right then it can't tr- can an arrow travel infinity no okay so there's a, this infinity that goes down and the arrow really can't travel uh, an infinity and you can infin- infinitely have the arrow so it'll never reach its destination so what you're saying is is a very understood function of 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 a logic a logic mm-hmm. a logic okay which is that there is an infinite ability to have anything but just as the arrow shows us that while you can do that analytically somehow the arrow is still able to make it to the target so what you're saying is is that in the term of energy yeah you could have it all the way down yet somehow the energy is able to make it to a target. So that infinite regress might not be controlling on the actual realistic experience of the life energy that you're talking about, even though it's correct what you're saying. And this is one of the items that people point to when they say that this is where you start to get into the realm of so human they call it subjectivity, but we can just call it like experience. Mm-hmm. Your experience, my human experience has within it some very interesting problems of perception that don't always match up with what actually happens in the quote unquote real. And some people will say this is an example of how like you can't get outside our subjectivity. Right. You can't get outside of it. Mm-mm. And everyone's subjective experience is slightly different, even though we're looking at similar things. And some people will go even so far as to say that, like, well, so the key isn't trying to ascertain what the real thing is. And in order to transcend the individualized subjective experience, the key isn't trying to, we both look at a color. It could be more blue, could be more red, but we were both calling it blue. The key to transcending human experience does not exist in trying to ascertain what the real color outside of human experience is. Why? Because you never get there. Right. And that, my friend, is what some people use at the higher levels in order to enforce their authority. If they can convince you mm. that they have access to that real thing and that they can tell you what it is, mm then they have convinced you that they are transcended to your own subjective experience and then that will lead you to following what they say. Mm. Which is to say that... 
You let somebody else think for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you you might, but it might not feel like it. It might feel like you worked a long and hard, well, arduous like road. You said uh, people feel like they have a choice: Starbucks or bacon cheeseburger. Right. Because you've been made to feel like that's a choice. That's well, what uh, sold you. So we live in a generation in which slavery is sold as freedom. Uh-huh. Okay, slavery is sold as freedom, and so you have the freedom. Uh, like, and this is why the guys that are fighting for freedom, so called, seems like. When they raise the gun for freedom, it seems like they're trying to restore slavery, right? <laughs> or it's like I like that. We need to make that one a new shirt. And then, or it's like, um, it's like when they they tell you that you, if you go onto TikTok or you go on, and I'm not against it. Like people sometimes when they hear me say this, think like, "Oh, what? So what are you against?" I'm not. I'm just saying when you go on to Twitch, or you go on to TikTok, or you go on to Facebook, or you go on to Instagram, it's it's weird. It seems like what you're doing is expressing yourself, which seems like a freedom that you didn't have before. And yet, what you are actually doing is reporting on yourself. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like going willingly to the CIA and saying, here, here's my family. Here's how much money I make. This is what I like to jack off to. Right, 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 right. They were they, they were they did the same shit with the iPhones when they're like, "Ooh, look at this cool way that you don't have to be doing all this stuff. You just what? Just read your finger." Right. Bam. Right. Now they just got everybody's shit. Right. 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 And so uh, Slavoj Zizek, I was just reading uh, mm-hmm. an article by him, and he was talking about that, and he was saying that in this age. He was saying in the old days, the surplus, slavery, for instance, in the old days, right? What, what was that really? Okay. It was workers that you had to pay at the minimum level that were creating a product, cotton, that or other slaves, that you could sell just like these short billionaire guys, right? Mm-hmm. You would sell at a retail. So- Whatever your costs of production, whatever it cost you to fucking make that shit was real low compared to what the market was willing to pay for the product. Mm-hmm. And so you, because you didn't have to share it with the slaves because they were non-humans, you got to realize all that profit. That's called a surplus. It's the same thing with sex. And this is where Lacan and psychoanalysis comes in. It's very interesting. Sex is enjoyable because there's a surplus. There's a surplus. How is the surplus generated? The surplus is generated by the delay and the prohibitions. With the dating and the walking around and the hoping and the trying and the being stuck in the friend column for 10 weeks and then getting out and trying and then they don't want you and races don't want you to do this and maybe it's not right and that one's married and I'm cheating and all that stuff mm-hmm. actually creates more pleasure in the sex than is actually really there. You're just busting the nut. I mean, it's the same thing as like, why is it that when you masturbate or when you're with some chicks, right? There are some chicks that you're with where the masturbation versus the chick is either equal or the chick might even be less than the actual masturbation. Yeah. Have you ever experienced of that? Of course. 
Sean, have you ever experienced that where you're like, you know what? I, I, I have a better time rubbing one out than this bitch is doing. Right. Right. I'm have a better time rubbing one out than being with this chick. Kevin, have you ever yeah. had that feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Sean, yeah. have you ever been with a woman where afterwards you were like, where everything that went into it and all yeah, that other stuff yeah. actually would have been more enjoyable if I would have just been able to beat off? Shot that shit right into a fucking Kleenex. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> on your buddy's back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but at the same time, right, there's people that you're with, women that you're with, hmm? where hands down, made beaten off seem like fucking ginger beer. Right. This chick was so whatever it was, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's the surplus. That's in sex. <clears throat> the extra enjoyment. The extra, extra. The extra. That's what's really driving everything. Right. Same thing with the profits. So now in this age, they're saying it's information, your participation level. Yeah. You, the surplus that business and the government who are no longer separate uh -huh. are getting is the surplus information. You think you are putting a funny video up for likes, but the amount of information that big data is getting in return is the surplus that they're able to sell. That's that's where we're at in this version of the economy, especially in this country. Hmm. That's a uh, wow. everybody. Mister, Mrs. Earbuds. Sean's looking at me. He he loves he loves an awkward pause. That Sean. Oh, I love it. You love that. When he looks at me, when we get to the end of a thing, and he just looks. You turn to me with that, like, expectant yeah. thing, like, weigh in on this. Yeah. I got nothing for you. But what is the, you know what's interesting? You're real good at reading what somebody's thinking or wants from you. Yeah? An expectation of you. Yeah. You, and then you, I maybe you feel maybe it's a sense of power you feel when you get to then <laughs> maybe decide maybe. like, am I going to give it? Am I going to hold it back a little bit? Maybe that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that that round table, Special K escaped from having to answer yeah, the question. He did, he did. once yeah. again. Yeah, think about that. Special yeah, K. dude, you get self conscious. You get a scare. He do. You do. You you, you, you get, get a scare. A scare. Special K, you get us scared, especially when it comes to communication. Right. Don't be a scared. You know why I'm, I'm bringing this up is because one of the things in this internship that I'm trying to, to help Special K with mm -hmm. is... Um, oh, we know, Chumon. Oh, do you? Yeah. What is it? You're trying to get him right for the world. You're trying to turn this boy, young man, into a man. <laughs> I mean, part of being a man is being able to communicate. Yeah. yeah. No, I know you are, and I see that, and I think that Kevin... Kevin takes it like that because Kevin doesn't look like he gets all takes the shit personal. Right. He hears you out. He's trying to work with you. How many times? Help pull him out. Let me ask you a question. How many times have you put yourself out there with what you think and then somebody spits some shit and you realize that your position wasn't that great and you had to learn from it? Well, I've had that happen about fucking uh, 50 times on this show <laughs> with these guys and my partner. And, um, and it's made me have to be more honest. Sean? In saying that, in yeah. saying that, yeah. I don't know something, and I don't understand how this works. Right. 
like with the fucking GameStop shit. Right. I just didn't understand it. So I'd rather come that way right. than to look like an idiot. Then let me tell you something. There's been times where I actually did a lot of work and I thought I did know something. And I came right out and said it. And then somebody. And then, then Lepke was like, no. Yeah. And then Lepke was like, bullshit. No. Bullshit. Dried spinach. Dried spinach, <laughs> motherfucker. And, and you're like, I don't know shit. Dude. He sold dried spinach Rick, to fucking Ramirez. Right. I know? Wasn't even tripping. Right. Richard Ramirez showed him the I, pentagram I, and, and, and Lepke was like, what? Uh, how about you uh, did all uh, that uh, investigative work on Richard Ramirez? Yeah. All, and you build it all up and then he just steals your fucking spotlight by selling fucking spinach to Richard Ramirez. You know Damn. what? I look at that. I look at that and I feel honored. Yeah, yeah. You bowed out nice. Like that. No, no, no. I do. I go, look, dude. I can't do what Lepke does. <laughs> I can't. I'm five, five on a good day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Five five on a good day, right? And I and, and and I probably got about the same amount of lip that Lepke does. <laughs> Extra starch in his hat, right? Yeah. I got about the same amount of lip as Lepke does. Gotcha. I just don't have any of the size qualifications, right? right. right? So I got to come with knowledge and work. Right. That's how I got to show up. I got to be right a lot of the time in order for people to be like, all right, that that loud motherfucker can yep. talk. Yep. You, right. You better be sure about that. Yeah. Right. If I was any less, you than, are though. But you are. That's why you can do what you do. I appreciate that. But so when Lepke shows up with a fucking dried spinach Night Stalker story, <laughs> I'm shut fuck, the fuck up. I shut the fuck up on that, and I high five that motherfucker on the way out, and I go, you know what? Mm-hmm. Listen, he does what he does. He got to know what he got to know. <laughs> I do what I do. I got to know what I got to know. Together, it's a fucking great show. So man, you really added value this time. Oh. Though. And you know what? I'll tell you something else. Lepke also, for as, as funny as that guy is, he does listen because I've noticed that he started to try to tailor his, his conversation to be a little bit more focused than yeah. it has been in the past. Now go ahead, Sean. Sean, have you ever come out and said some shit, put yourself out there, and then you were like, no, nah, that dude's just plumb wrong? Or felt embarrassed because your position was outed and you were wrong? Oh, hell yeah. Like, how many times do you think? <sighs> come on, bro. Um, 800. <laughs> That's a good round number, right? So Special K, part of being oh. a seasoned person, we can even take it off of gender. We can just say as, a, as an adult. As an adult, part of it is that- We're all adult you, here. Yeah, you got to fucking put your shit out there. Sometimes it's going to win. Sometimes it's going to get bit off. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna learn something, and you don't have to worry about what you're supposed to say. That's what a young man thinks. Mm. Young man thinks, "What am I supposed to say?" Yeah, right. But the samurai mm. says what he actually feels. Yeah, Ooh, that's hot. That man, we need to quote. Man, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Let's say that again, Chumahan. I don't remember. Clean it up. <laughs> Clean it up and rephrase it if you want. We're rewind that and take yeah. the young, the kid, a boy, a young man thinks. A young man says, "What did I say?" Thinks about what he's supposed to yeah. say. Yeah, a young man thinks about what he's supposed to say. A samurai says what he feels. Dude, we're gonna figure that out exactly, and that's a Chumahan quote. It's gonna be a T-shirt. Well, you've heard it. From the Hard Luck Show, this is Steve Luciano. I want to give a shout out to Vibes, Cookies, Soul Assassins, Supermax Clothing, Hard to Kill, Hard Luck Show, and uh, a very special audio and attorney, 
uh, audio expert and attorney that I'm going to let them give their shout outs now. Go ahead, Bo Blue Eyes. Shout out to the listeners. I mean, hey, big shout out to the listeners. Thank you. Sorry, hold on. Shout out to the listeners. Yeah. Sean at hardluckshow.com for all your audio needs. Ovando Bowen, LLP. We wear braids to court. Get an attorney that's actually going to fight for you or save you some fucking money. Just ask one of my other. I do. I just. You sent me a client, Steve. That guy's happy as a pig in shit right now. Which one? I can't the, say. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guy who's having some trouble with an insurance company. Gotcha. That say guy. Say no more. Call me today. Is he happy? To personally thank me. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So, uh, you know, I want to say a big shout out to uh, Mike R. Gill. Big oh, shout yeah. out to all our listeners. I want to give a big shout out to. Darth Omar, whatever the numbers are for his pictures of the fucking Heaven's Gate Mansion. I want to give a shout out to, right? Veganism. Yeah, that's right. I said it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And uh, Special K, what you got? Um, If you're into gaming, if you want to see the intern of the Hard Luck Show in his own realm, um, mm-hmm. come visit me at twitch.tv slash drizzle28. What Dur- is it? Slash what? Dorizzle. D-O-R-I-Z-Z-L-E 28. Dorizzle. What are you yes. playing right now? Right now, um, I'm going to get back into it. I haven't been streaming, but I'll be playing uh, a bunch of popular games. So That was like a whole lot stream. of nothing. What are you going to be playing? Valorant. Valorant. Rust. Rust. Among Us. Oh. All, right. oh. All these popular games. I'll be streaming. Right. He'll be streaming. <laughs> streaming. Cool. Right. He's a little bit life. I like we do about this time. Adios, amigos. Please, my up.